What's up, everybody? Welcome to another great episode. On this week's episode, we have Christy Miller, and she shares the steps that she took to literally leave corporate America, how she literally had a moment in her mind where she said, man, I got to make a complete shift. I've answered no to too many questions that are important, and what that meant for her, her life, the direction she took, and so many other things. I think you're going to really, really, really like this episode. So let's dive in and hear what she has to say. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another great episode of the Guyao Now Show. I am, of course, as always, and yet again, or all three, I suppose, uh, your host, Bob McIntosh. And I'm excited today um, because we actually have something on that I've known for, God, a hot minute. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a while. A um, long time. You might age yourself <laughs> if you actually say how long, Bob. You might age yourself here. We'll, we'll, we'll leave that aside. A long time. We'll just leave it at that. And um, no, and she's a, a marketing badass. I've, I've watched her journey through a number of different things to what she's doing now. And I don't want to spoil her story because I think it's going to be very important to what we want to talk about on today's show. But I'm very, very excited for her to be here. She's not only a badass entrepreneur, she's a badass marketer. And I'm just excited for her to be here and, and ask some questions and dive into getting out of her own way. So Christy, thank you for being here. My absolute pleasure, Bob. Anytime I get to spend with you is time well spent. So I feel the same about myself. <laughs> I love you. Uh, One of the many <laughs> I love you. Perfect. Cool. So for those people who don't know anything about you, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing now, and sort of kind of how you got there, and, and then we'll, we'll dive into it from there. Sure. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, great to meet everyone virtually. Um, as Bob said, my name's Christy Miller. Right now, I own a company uh, called Recalibrate 360. And basically, we are an NLP training and breakthrough coaching company. So we essentially help people get out of their own way, um, find the programming that's going on there that's not working for them and change it, start living a life they really want. So that's perfect. That's so for I'm those who don't about. know, what is NLP? I know, and I think a lot of folks do, but just in case they don't. You know, it's actually one of my favorite questions to get because um, any of you that have studied NLP before, which is neuro-linguistic programming, it is like so highly jargonized. It's like the submodalities that are working inside your mind. And the, basically for us, what it really comes down to is the set of programs that are running your life. Um, a lot of times people look at like one of the reasons that I think people find NLP is because it's like they know they can see in their life what's not working. Like we ask people all the time, you know, how many of you know that there's more for your life than you're currently living? And it's like every single person raises their <laughs> hand. So it's like people know that they have- If you're, if you're more, watching or listening right now, raise your hand, we know. <laughs> little hands, right? It's like, so people know that there's more for their life. Um, and oftentimes what it comes down to is like, what are the blind spots that we're not able to see that are actually producing the results um, and kind of how do, how do we go in there and start changing that stuff? Perfect. Perfect. And so this, this is interesting because when a lot of people think about NLP, they think about, you know, language patterns and specific things, which is, is part, part of it, but okay. it's not a holistic view of, of the whole thing. And, and that's what's to me is very fascinating about what you're doing is that you're tackling a different facet of NLP than what most people think about when they think about it. And I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because most people find their way to our trainings looking for exactly what you're talking about, right? Like, how do I master communication? How do I become more influential? How do I become more persu persuasive? 
Um, and then you kind of get in there. That's kind of like the toe that opens the door um, <laughs> a whole lot more of what the body of work really is. And it is all that and more. So. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, so before we get there, let's, let's take a step back. Cause I know you had, you know, sort of a, a, a great job and then transition into this. Um, I don't know if by choice or by force or, you know, maybe a little bit of, a little bit of both, but uh, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about that. Cause I think that story and journey is going to be important for a lot of folks. Yeah. I think I found myself where many people find themselves, which is, you know, you get comfortable in your, your daily grind of whatever you're doing. You know, I worked for an amazing company and I had been there for gosh, over 10 years. I think it was 11, 11 or 12 years. And that's how we met. So I was the director of marketing for an amazing company. And it got to the point where I really felt like I had climbed the mountain, you know, like I had mm -hmm. done all that there was to do and I was doing it well. Um, and, you know, then it's like that little voice starts creeping in. Like, right. hmm, you know, it starts with this little itch of like, wow, I used to love doing this. I used to love being here. Hmm, th like, this is weird. Why am I not loving this like I used to? And that like little nag and that voice becomes louder and louder and louder until it's kind of screaming in your ear. Um, but I know for me, it was like, I had really built my life around being the director of marketing for this organization, right? It was my master status in my life. All my friends, like they, I, I really considered the people that I worked with to be my family. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just about making the jump of leaving a job per se. It was really like, wow, am I going to step outside of everything that I know? And also like the thing that, that I see so many people that are, stepping into entrepreneurship, it's like, you know, for me, I was making a six figure income, I was at the top of my game. And I think part of it for me was also a sense of guilt. Right? It's like you look to your life, I, I remember waking up every morning, and I would be like, Oh, like, you know, just kind of this, this feeling of let's just say not being 100% motivated to go do what you're supposed to do. And I remember thinking to myself, like every morning, man, there's so many people that would kill to have my life. Right? So why am I not, why is it not enough for me? You know, but it, it just got to the point for me, this was probably like a year and a half of just this kind of like voice that was getting louder and louder. And I remember, you know, there's always like that one thing that pushes you over the edge for, you know, for some people it's like, fuck this shit. Sorry, I'm not sure if I can swear here. <laughs> totally you know, good, totally like, good. Fuck this, I'm out, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, I'm out. Mine wasn't that <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> yeah, bye. Um, but for me, I remember I was in a yoga class and um, one of the woman who was leading the yoga class, like, you know, you're down in child's pose and you're in this meditative state. And she asked the question, who are you serving in your life? And for me, I went, it still gives me the chills to, to even talk about today. I, I went inside, I was like, am I serving people? And I was like, yes, I am serving people, but am I serving my people? Like the people that are out there waiting, you know, for, for me to step into my gifts and my calling. And it was like, no. And I was like, okay, mm. am I serving myself? Hell no, I was miserable. Right. And then the third for me was, am I serving God? And when I really thought about it, I was like, am I living God's calling for my life? And it was like, no, no, no. And I, I just internally for me, that was it. Like the decision was made and um, I was at peace with it, you know? So it was still a crazy transition to step out 
out of good to go into this like crazy unknown because I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life when I grew up, you know, <laughs> and that just kind of like started the search for me um, and ultimately led me to NLP and what I'm doing now. So let me ask you this. When you you're, you're in this yoga class, you're in child's pose, which side note, I'm like, oh, yoga. I had like literally just, just like a side note, I, I was two months into my yoga practice, just getting started with it. And COVID happened. And Dude, I, was like, I feel you. And I just like, like it's just not the same. I was doing hot yoga yeah. and I was like, I love it. And but now like you can't go there. And I just I tried to do it at home and like I still, you know, I did it for a little while, but it's not the same. And I'm still like, I'm, although I am in Texas now and, and I just want to I know, I was gonna hot. say you already know I'm jealous because Texas <laughs> is totally open right now. We've already had these conversations where I'm getting right? <laughs> promo of the concert videos you're saying, you know. Uh, but anyways, okay, so you, so you're there, you're in child's pose, you know, you start asking yourself these questions. Um, and I, I guess, I, so two, two questions about this first is, you know, you, you got asked this one question. Do you think you would have found the questions that you asked yourself, those three questions that you answered no to without that prompting, or, you know, do you feel like that's a great, you were going you, you were, you were to find, you're going to find this no matter what, cause you're already feeling this way. It was just the, the impetus that got you there. Yeah. It was going to be at, at some point in time, it was going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. It just you depends know? on which one. Okay. It does. And you know, I'm just the type of person where if I continue to play that, that picture down and I hadn't made the decision, Ultimately, I would have become more miserable, which would have affected everyone else. And it just would right. have been a downward spiral, right? So it's just mm -hmm. like, okay, I can make a decision that's good for me. And I can choose to exit in, in the most gracious way possible of just like, whatever you need, I'll be here for three months, never going to not support the organization. But, you know, just do so in a way where, where I felt good about how I was leaving instead right. of getting to the point where it needed to be kind of a deuces <laughs> moment or like get kicked the hell out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Or get, you know, get fired because, because you know, everyone else can see it except for you or, or whatever. Exactly. So, okay. So then the second part of this question is, you know, you start, you start making the decision and you said, Hey, like you had no idea what you were jumping into. Yeah. And, and I would argue that a lot of folks who are listening to this may already have think they found the thing. And cause I was the same way, you know, where I was like, Oh, this is my thing. And then since have found, Oh, it actually led me to my next thing. But with that said, you know, what was going through your mind at the time to say, Hey, I've don't have something else. I, you know, I don't have, cause people tell you all the time, Oh, you know, keep working until you've replaced your income. And right, right, right. for me, like for me, I know I tried to do that for a long time. And I realized that I was never going to get to a point where I replaced my income because there was always something else that kept coming in. And I would have, I, I'm going to make a guess here that you're the same way in which I gave way too much over here to ever be able to give what I needed to here to make that work. And so, 100%. but I think a lot of folks find themselves in that and that. So what was going through your mind at that point in time to make that jump? I mean, for me, I had been preparing, you know what I mean? Just like financially making sure that I had reserves so that I could make that decision if, and when the time mm -hmm. came, but in the same breath, it's like, it's so funny. I, I, I'm going to say burn the boats. And like, I was in front of a trainee. I said, just burn all the bridges. And I was like, no, 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 don't no, burn bridges. bridges. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> reset. I'm talking about burning the boats. Um, I just felt like you and I are similar in this way. It's like, whatever I'm doing, I'm going to give a hundred percent. 
Right. I'm built that I'm not capable of going halfway in or, 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 or phoning it in. <laughs> no, I, I'm just not like, I'm, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to do a hundred percent. So it was just like, I knew enough to know that there was something more, even though I didn't know what it is. And for me, it just came down to like having a plan in my mind, which is probably different than what most people would do, which is like, you know, oh, I'm going to leave my job. How am I going to replace my income? my mindset was the total opposite. I was like, I'm, I'm forcing myself. Now, mind you, I, I'm a doer by nature. Right. It's hard for me to sit fucking still. You know <laughs> what I mean? So it was almost, yeah. like, it was like the opposite for me. I was like, you know what I'm taking, I'm giving myself six months. And my rule was no shiny balls. Like, I know mm. that sounds like crazy to say, but I was like, whatever I do next, it's gonna be the thing that like lights lights me up, not just that mm. I can do or that's fun to do, because you know, especially with marketing, like everybody needs a great marketer. Period. End of sentence. It is frankly like it would not have been difficult for me to go find another job or start freelancing, which trust me was appealing. You know, like once people <laughs> found out that I was available of like getting the calls of like, Hey, can you come do this? And I was just like, you know what? Like I want to give myself the gift of, of grace and like space to search. So there were I, probably maybe three weeks. My husband would say like, this was probably the max I've ever sat still in my life where I just like chilled, you know, I was just like, all right, I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to see what this feels like. And then I was like, <laughs> no, um, it's, so like, I, it's good for like a week, maybe 10 days, like maybe. And then you're like looking around like, uh, okay, now what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like similar to you, um, we own a family owned real estate business in Connecticut. So I was like, all right, well, I'm going to jump in. Like I'll, I'll start shifting some, I'll contribute. I'll get that business built up. And I did do that for like six months, but like same as you, it just, I, I really forced myself to continually do a check of like, is this lighting me up? Hmm. Is this lighting me up? And the answer was no. So it was kind of like that for me before going into like an NLP practitioner training and learning what was really going on. Like that was a discipline for me of just saying, okay, if this isn't it, I'm going to stop. Right. Which is like, okay, well, what do you mean? You're just going to like stop. But how do I know? Right. But it's like, it's like, you, you, you can't, you can't search and be on a path in my mind at the same time, not to say that a path won't lead you closer to where you want to go. But like, for me, I just knew that I needed, I needed to explore. And I don't think that enough people give themselves the ability. Like I, I, I work with so many clients and students that it's like, they jump from one thing to another thing, to another thing, to another thing, thinking like, oh, well, this will be the thing. This will right. be the thing. This this company will be different. This, you know, I could put my skill set here. And I think it's like, again, like there's so much that we all can do. What do you want to do? What do you want? You want to do versus can do. Right. It seems like the simplest question, but I will tell you, Bob, like the funniest thing is so like when we when we talk about NLP, we really we look at it this way. Like ultimately changing your life comes down to three things discovering what you actually do want figuring out what it is that's been holding you back 
and then finding the tools to equip you to change those things and actually go out there and get what you want. But the crazy thing about it is like when you ask people, what do you want? What you'll find 99% of the time is they'll tell you all the things. Here's what it sounds like. Well, I know I don't want to work in a cubicle anymore. And I know I don't want to sit on these Zoom calls and I don't want to be here nine to five and I don't want to keep dating these jerks. And it's like, people are so apt to tell you all the things that they don't want, but you're like, okay, great. What is it that you do want? Oftentimes it's like this deer in headlight look, right? They're like, oh, <laughs> well, I don't know, you know? It's funny you say that. Uh, I was at a, at a training with a guy named Philip McKernan and there was someone that was doing the same thing. I was like, well, I don't know. He's like, what do you want? And he's like, well, I don't know. He's like, well, if you didn't know, what would it be? Okay. Well, I don't know. But if you didn't know, what would it be? And he just kept asking that. And so finally the guy got so pissed off. He like yelled an answer. And he's like, look at that. You didn't know. And he's like, the guy was, the guy was like shocked. He was like, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. um, and it's like, sometimes you just, you have to, you have to keep asking until eventually, you, you know, your, your mental barrier breaks down and you just spit something out and you realize, Oh, that was there all along. Mm -hmm. I just didn't necessarily realize it was because you know, our minds play tricks on us. Or it's like, what held you back from even saying it out loud? Mm, like fear or something like that of, of saying Yeah. It. Or it's like, it's like, okay, if I say this out loud, like I remember the, um, I, I went through, I, I went through an NLP training like 10 years ago and then went through a, another one, maybe, maybe four or so years ago, which kind of led me on this path. But I remember sitting through the first day of it and like, I didn't know a lot, but I knew enough to know like this was it. And I remember I was, mm -hmm. I was texting my best friend and my co-trainer now, Nathan. And I was like, okay, Hey, he's like, how's day one. And I was like, okay, well I decided like, this is this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. I'm going to open an LP <laughs> training organization. I want to speak. And like, that's what I'm going to do. But even, even now I can feel my face like getting flushed saying it. Cause it's like, it's like the second that you, you put it out into the world that makes it fact. And so right. any, anything that you're doing, that's not leading you to the thing that you said that you want, you now know inside, like you're not going in the direction you want to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. <clears throat> I love it because it's similar to uh, I had Dave Meltzer on. He's like, look, the moment that you say something or you, you put it out that you're going to do something, it goes from zero to a possibility, which makes it infinitely more likely to actually happen no matter what or how long it takes. And, and it's, it's very, very true. And once you say it, you can't undo it. You know, mm -hmm. it's okay. like it's like, oh, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. But the second that you speak it into existence, like that's now the new guiding light. And you can't like shut that door anymore. You know, it's right. like, damn, that is what I really want. But then, then it leads to the second question. Well, how am I going to do that? Because it, it's like, I, I think where so many people get stuck is, is it's, it's like the curse of being realistic. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. like, well, how this, oh, this that the million things that can't work all of it, all of it, all of it. But, but if you think about it, like of whatever it is that you want in life, of course, it's not realistic. You haven't created it in reality yet. Cause if you keep doing what is realistic, you'll keep creating the same reality, which mm -hmm. isn't what we want. Right. So it's like, it's like breaking the frame of what's realistic to shifting to well, what is possible. And I love what you just said. It's like, 
it's like the shift from like, why can't I do this to like, how can I? Because the reality is like, whatever it is that you want to do, somebody on the face of the planet is going to go do that thing. So why not you? Why not you? <laughs> but I, I'm so curious did you, you what, how did you real? what was the shift for you when you left and went into one thing and then had the epiphany that that wasn't it? Um, I've had, well, I've had two shifts. The one, one, the first one uh, was very similar to yours where it's just, you know, I mean, shoot, I was making, yeah, I, I was like 27 making like, you know, over a hundred grand. I'm like, well, this is, you know, not nice. bad. like the, the path, the path is there for success and everything, you know, like all, all of that was there. But I remember, um, I read, I'd read four hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Mm -hmm. It was really funny. I was in this like small little, it was a bigger company, but we started a small office in LA. And so I just started like giving my team members more and more of my work, like literally all of my work until finally they would push back. And I had like all, it was all like, we were chock full of overachievers. So like, yeah, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. So all of a sudden I'm like, I'm working like what should be 40 hours at the client, I'm booking like actually like 15 maybe. And I'm like, start working on my other thing. And all of a sudden I was like, what, why am I doing this? Yeah. And it was like that, that sense of like, Oh God, I have to keep doing it. Oh, I remember one, there was one time that the, sort of like the last draw was I got like, I had supposed to fly to this client on Monday morning and I woke up with my alarm at like, I don't know, four forty-five AM to get this early flight. And I was just like, I'm not going. Mm -hmm. I literally just, I like, I faked an illness and said, I'm not going. And I was like, <gasps> if I'm faking an illness to get out of this, 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 something's got to change here. <laughs> yeah, Something exactly. Yeah. And then the, the other time, the other time was, was straight up misalignment of, um, misalignment of values. So, mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> and it wasn't always that way, but it got to a point where, um, you know, uh, there was an integrity issue. And I said, look, I can't get behind this because it doesn't make sense anymore. And the company was like, no, this is what's going to happen. And I was like, okay, well, that's just not going to happen for me. Um, and I wish you all the best of luck. I, you know, you do you, it's your company. You rolled how, how you want to roll. But for me, that's just not how I can, I can operate. And yeah, so, so that, that was, that was that. But in both cases, you know, um, I remember people being like, wait, why don't you just keep doing whatever you were doing, whatever this next thing is, why don't mm -hmm. you keep doing that? So I'm curious for you, you know, was there haters? Was there people that like, no, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. And if so, you know, how did you work through that? How did you, how did you overcome that for, for you? That's a great question. Um, I'm a big advocate of like, let's not make the same mistake twice. I felt like it's interesting because marketing is my background, my baby, my like, I could eat, sleep, breathe it. But I also was like, all right, but that's also the thing that I was doing when I didn't want to do it anymore. Right. So I just kind of put that in a box and was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go a new a new direction, whatever that direction is. Um, but I, I think what's interesting about that is like, truth is truth is truth is truth. Meaning, it's like, even though like starting an NLP organization, which is like, okay, mindset and communication and all this stuff, like, frankly, I just freaking loved it. And right. it's like, it's like, if you love something that much, frankly, I don't give a fuck what anybody else has to say about that. And perfect. And, and the, your conviction because you love it. It's the, and I think that's a huge thing. I, I sorry. I want to just interrupt because to me, please, that's please. huge, right? 
people they when they when they succumb to the haters, it's because they don't have a conviction behind their decision. At least that's that's my my uh, my take on it. Yeah, and the, here's the reality: you're gonna be judged. Like that that just like I I forget what what who I was reading that said this, but it's something that I literally think about every morning, which is like you're either gonna be judged or you're gonna be ignored. So every day when you wake up, it's a conscious decision of like, okay, like, am I going to step into the fullness of my life and risk being judged? Or am I going to crawl back under a rock out of fear of judgment and, you know, and ultimately be ignored, which like for me, like one of the things that I, I think comes up a lot and certainly came up for me in the beginning is imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like, OK, the whole world knows me as the marketer that that's who and what I am. So how am I going to step into this totally new field and be an expert in this field? And like, what is everybody else going to think? Like, how am I going to earn the credibility to do that? You know what I'm saying? I 100 percent do, because I remember when I heard you were doing it, I was like, wait, she's doing NLP. Mm-hmm. OK. Cool. I mean, like, hey, like, I was like, you do you, boo. I just, I didn't know you were into that thing. And then, like, I've watched you over the last few years, like, just own it. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, to your point, I think there's just a conviction that needs to go along with it because it's like, ultimately, I think if you allow imposter syndrome to basically like undo you, you know, or keep you hidden, ultimately, it's selfish because there are people out there that are waiting for you and waiting for your message. So it's like, am am I going to let my own shit inside my head, which by the way, is one of the reasons I love teaching what we teach because (laughs) it teaches you how to get rid of that. You know? Mm. So it's like, it's like for me, if I wake up in the morning and uh, there's a limiting belief going on in my mind, then I do timeline therapy and I get rid of that. If it's like an issue of, not having motivation, I fire an anchor, which is one of the reasons that I love this body of work because it's tactical tools. It's not just one of the things that pisses me off actually while we're on the subject. Let's what really grinds your it. gears? Let's talk here's, about it. Here's what, here's what gets me. It's like we're living in such a bullshit society right now, meaning there's just facades everywhere. Like you see this guru going on a Facebook live that it's like, you know, positive thinking and like motivation, all that shit. And then they get off the video and they're like crying in the corner, you know, you know, whatever. So it's like, I think that the, the society, one of the things that like really irks me is this, this shift towards positive thinking, right? Which is basically saying, you know, whatever's going on in your world and whatever's actually going on in your mind, just override that and pretend that everything is great, you know, which ultimately it's like, that is so incongruent. And that's why so many people spend so much time. It's like, you know, you see someone who's, who's struggling with anger, right? Like they're just angry or frustrated all the time, but they've taught themselves how to basically control the anger. Right. Well, like that, that's, that shit's still in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> You've just learned how to put a mask on for it. Wouldn't it be better to actually get to the root and get rid of it? So you actually just don't have to feel that way. Right. And to me, that's like, that's the biggest difference in actually having tools and techniques rather than just trying to like poly, po- poly positive yourself into being fake. Right. You know what I mean? 
like like those memes that are like you know every day is not good but there's good in every day it's like in the moment you're like true but at the end of the day like when you're in a critical moment are you going to take that meme out of your pocket and be like oh well you know everything's hitting the fan right now but there's good <laughs> you know yeah i used yeah. i used to always teach it at my event i was like look you know inspirational quotes are fantastic and, and it's it's fine to share them on occasion but those folks that you see sharing them like three times a day it's because they're not following them correct <laughs> so they have to keep posting them correct and it's like who are you doing this for you know what i mean right? it's it's so true but yeah i mean ultimately bob i mean th i think all of it just comes down to a conviction to follow your truth interesting and so what advice would you give to someone who maybe feels like they're not following their truth right now or is questioning, you know, and maybe had their truth, right? Because I feel like for you too, it was like, hey, this wasn't like a, I hated this all along. It was like, no, this is great for a long time. It wasn't until the very end that it wasn't in alignment anymore. So what, you know, what advice would you give to someone who's either questioning their current truth or, you know, feels like they've totally lost with their, their truth? Yeah. Um, one, go through an NLP training, like, I, I wish there was a, a for me to say, hey, this is just what you need to do. But it's really taking the time to figure out what programming is going on in your mind. So I can't just like read a meme. I mean, I would love to give you one. I can give you like a <laughs> hundred of them, you know, um, but I think a couple of the things that have helped me and I'm, I'm thinking of like of, of a lot of our students and clients is you know, even looking back at like my transition out of corporate America and sounds like you had a similar um, exit and kind of thinking is like, I, I think we get into a place of being like, what's wrong with the company? What's wrong with the group? You know, something's wrong over there. Or is it, hey, whatever they're doing is perfectly fine. I've just outgrown it. And can that be okay? Because right. I think that people forget sometimes that we as human beings are our whole, like we are built for growth. So it's like, it's like, I remember people used to say to me all the time, like, when is enough going to be enough? When are you going to be satisfied? And the <laughs> answer is never. Like we're not built to just like sit like a monk on top of a mountain and, and meditate all there all day. Although that's nice from time to time. It's like, we're built for growth. So it's like, I, I think just being okay, being honest with sometimes of like, even if this dynamic, this corporation was good for a long time, can you be okay with, I've just outgrown it and it's time for me to find whatever my next thing is. It doesn't mean that, that something is wrong with you or that something is wrong with whatever, the company, the organization, any of that stuff. Make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. And I, th I think that's that's very true. We we want to associate like we don't want to take it's almost scary that we've we've grown um, and whatever whatever environment we put ourselves in hasn't. And if we admit that we've grown and it hasn't, we also have to admit that we were the ones that chose to stay there through that, um, even if we're only just recognizing it now. Mm -hmm. It's way easier to play the blame game than to just take responsibility and, you know, have the courage to step out and find, find something new, do something new, let go of things that are no longer serving you. But I think one of the things that is the most difficult for people is like when that includes people, when mm -hmm. you've outgrown people, 
Um, so it was funny as I was like thinking about today, just even the title of your podcast, how to get out of your own way, you know, so often it's, it's, it sounds cliche about, you know, the people that you surround yourself with or who you become and all of that, but also just an awareness of like, who have you outgrown in your life? Doesn't make them bad and doesn't make you bad. Just means it's an indicator for a time to make a change and level up, you know? Yeah, no, this, this is so true. And it's, it's interesting when, when we look at that, um, it's also it's interesting when we outgrow those folks, but then they realize it and then they they come back around and then they step back in again because they're like, hey, I'm not going to be left behind over here. Yeah, um, exactly. They're like, you it happens once in a while, not too often, but. <laughs> but it's amazing when it does. Right. It's amazing when it does. And uh, I know like so oftentimes you hear like you've changed and it's like, um, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> Changing Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, to your point, it's it, even like thinking back to like when I left corporate America, like that stepping into just a new, a, a new thing. I, I think for anyone, um, for me, it was really important to feel grounded in what I was doing, um, like really earn the right and put in the work. You know what I'm right. saying? Before going out there, that's another thing that kind of like rubs me the wrong way is, um, you know, I, I, like I think you actually commented on a post that I wrote a few months ago, but it's like anybody can order a pop-up banner that says like nation's number one performance coach. That right. doesn't <laughs> mean that that person has earned the right to be like going in there and, and, and doing that stuff, you know? So it's like, I, I think just practicing what you preach with that, you know? Yep. Yep. I do think I remember that post. Cause I believe you said just cause Bob says he's the top. And I was like, Whoa, Whoa, hang on a second. Hang on. Time I, out. Know. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. You, you will be so happy about this though, because we, we, it was actually a student who used the name Bob. Like, why are you asking Bob in the cubicle next to you for advice on starting your own business? Right. But the funniest part about that was like, you and I have so many mutual friends, obviously that like, there were probably 12 people that jumped on that post and be like, okay, yes, except for Bob. Bob, Mac like, Bob that Bob is amazing. That Bob's good. Yeah, exactly. Well, it was, was so just... funny because I thought about that before I even posted it. I almost texted you to be like, hey, just so you know, you're not the Bob that I'm talking about. In my <laughs> it is. Oh, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. I, 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 I love all this. Um, so, so let's, let me ask you this. You, you, you know, you leave this corporate, you're like, okay, Hey, uh, you know, I have this moment, I'm going to do this thing. Um, you're like, I don't care what the haters say or any negativity people would say. And then you, and you just have, um, you know, has there been a moment in which you've questioned this decision that you've gone down or, or said, Hey, maybe, maybe this isn't the thing, but you're sticking with it just because you feel like you need to. Um, yeah, about 120,000, um, which I think is called like hashtag entrepreneurship, right? <laughs> entrepreneurship is like, oh my gosh, today was amazing. And then the entire world seems like it's piling on and you're like, what have I gotten myself into? You know, why am I doing this? But you know, I think that's, that's ultimately, it's like that, 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 that 1%, you know, it's like, it's like that, that 1% difference of just having the ability to move through it like the way out of all that shit in my model of the world has always been 
go right through it because it's like the second that you back away, like it, it sure as shit isn't going to get any easier. You know right. what I'm saying? But, but hell yeah. And I mean, it's like, to your point, it's like all the people that I knew that I knew would be thinking like, wait a minute, what is Christy doing now? Like, isn't she a marketer? Like, what does this look like? She's coaching, she's doing training and what is she certifying in? You know, <laughs> but, but I just think that there's um, like the gift in all of it for me, because now fast forward a few years has been really getting to the point of being able to reflect back and like thank my past self for having the persistence and like strength of mindset to be able to move through those most difficult times because it's like in the type of training that we do. I mean, you see people change their entire life after spending seven days with you. And I think about that a lot of just like, wow, I look around, it gives me the chills to think about, but I look around right. and I'm like, looking at all of these lives that have been impacted and had I had I made a different decision any step of the way and like let that stuff or the pressure or the the financial pressure whatever it is like if I had if I had let that stop me on my path how many other people wouldn't be empowered to like live their best life now you know and like right, that, exactly exactly that's all of it you know Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's cool to see the the multiplication effect. Uh, again, I, I feel like now we've talked about it twice, but uh, Dave Meltzer always talks about he's on a mission to help a thousand people, help a thousand people, help a thousand people, and that's a billion people in the world. And he knows he can't help a billion uh, more than likely, um, at least directly, but I can help a thousand people with even a single conversation in the right direction, and I can make that impact. It's the ripple effect, you know? Always, that's always how you change the world, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, it certainly, certainly doesn't hurt. That's for sure. No, no, it doesn't. No. Perfect. Well, this has been a, a fantastic conversation. I think, you know, I've taken a lot away and for all of you listening or watching this, if you're finding yourself in that, in that you're questioning that because ha now having gone through it twice myself and I've had conversations with a number of folks, um, about this. And, and I have one person in mind right now, and you probably know who you are if you're listening to this, because I know you probably are. Um, keep asking yourself those questions. I think that's the right thing to do. Um, and I think that the more important part is surrounding yourself as you're going through that with people who are going to support you in asking that question versus criticize you for thinking it. Um, and, and I know, I remember when I was doing this, like the first time, you know, a lot of the people closest to me at the time were like, why? Why would you do this? Like, why would you walk away from that much money? Why would you walk away from, you know, this and this and this? And I was like, because I'm not happy, um, you know, and, and this is an opportunity that I feel like, you know, sure, I'm taking a massive pay cut. Sure, I'm not going to make as much. Sure, a million other reasons why I shouldn't do this. I said, but ultimately, this is where I feel like I need to go. Like, I'm called in this direction. And that's more important than anything else. And, and I don't regret a single moment of that decision, despite the fact that it's led to numerous consequences for me, both in, you know, marriage, life, you know, uh, finances, everything. Um, doesn't matter. I would, I would choose the same thing over and over again, because I, I realized, Hey, this was a calling for me to do the right thing for me. Um, and that helps me impact people. So anyways, that's a little, little, little monologue to, cl to close. I, this I out, love I that. <laughs> and you know, when you do that, the money will follow. Very true. Very true. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I, I think just for everyone to be able to have the certainty that like, you can have what you want, and that living a life of purpose and passion, 
and having a profit like can be the same thing when you follow when you follow your truth and do it you know unapologetically so 100 percent. so if folks want to connect with you some more or reach out to you how can they do that Sure. Um, I know many people listening will be interested in learning more about one of our certification programs. Um, You can go to IWantNLP.com. And those of you that are interested in learning more just in general or about coaching, breakthrough coaching, you can go to our website, which is Recalibrate360360.com. So look forward to getting to know many of you. And thank you so much for having me on, Bob. Always a pleasure to spend some time with you. It absolutely is. Always, always, always. Uh, as ever, as always, everyone, thank you for being on. Thank you for listening, watching, wherever you're consuming this content from. I appreciate you. If you could do me a favor, uh, the one price, as we always say, for this podcast and video show is share it with a friend. Find someone who maybe they're questioning or they're looking for their truth or maybe they had a conversation with you or maybe they hinted that they were having that conversation in their head and share this with them. I promise you that they will appreciate uh, hearing it. I know they will, in fact. And uh As always, subscribe, rate, review, hit the like button, hit the notification button, click all the things, do all the stuff, because at the end of the day, we can't help more folks unless more folks see this, and your participation in that part helps us do that. So appreciate you as always. We'll see you all on another episode next week. This podcast is sponsored by 3 Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, 3 Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number 3, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.